on two types of conditioned reflex. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Siddharth. On two types of conditioned reflex by J. Konorsky and S. Miller, 1937. First published in Journal of General Psychology, 16, pages 264-272. Skinner's paper on two types of conditioned reflex is of considerable interest as an attempt to introduce more clarity and precision than has been formally done into that old and often discussed topic of conditioned reflex. In his paper, which is based on his former experimental findings and on certain theoretical considerations of his own concerning gentle nature, of the reflex, Skinner gives two following paradigms in which S is stimulus, R is response, S line R is reflex, dashed line is followed by diagram type 1. A S subscript 0, lever, reflex R subscript 0, pressing is followed by S subscript 1, food, reflex R subscript 1 salivation eating b s subscript zero lever reflex r subscript zero pressing which is followed by s subscript one shock reflex r subscript one withdrawal emotional change end of diagram given such a sequence conditioning occurs as a change in strength of s subscript zero reflex R subscript 0, an increase in A and a decrease in B. Diagram type 2. C. S prime subscript 0, light, reflex, R prime subscript 0, gamma, not important, is concurrent with S prime subscript 1, food, reflex, R prime subscript 1, salivation, eating, D S prime subscript zero light reflex R prime subscript zero gamma not important is concurrent with S prime subscript one shock reflex R prime subscript one flexion emotional change the conditioned reflex is shown by a diagonal line connecting S prime subscript zero light to R prime subscript one salivation eating flexion, emotional change, and diagram. It is quite obvious that type 2 corresponds to the ordinary Pavlovian conditioned reflex. Type 1 and the appropriate pseudotype represents a phenomenon of habit formation by the method of price and punishment. The problem of the relation between the two the author solves in the following way. The habit can be classified as a conditioned reflex. It is of a different type from the classical one, and it is hardly possible to reduce the two to one type. Too many important differences separate them. The expressing of habit formation as a distinct form of conditioned reflex is naturally of prime importance so much more in view of a frequent tendency to state in merely general terms the identification of habits 
with conditioned reflexes or to proclaim such an identification as a program the drawing up of an exact fundamental pattern lays a foundation for future research and makes it possible to investigate habits according to their basic properties it constitutes a procedure similar to the methods employed by the school of pavlov it is therefore most important that this first step in the investigation of habits or of similar phenomena to be conducted correctly if the structural analysis of facts under examination contain some error further researches may be conducted in an altogether wrong way in our opinion skinner's main lines of analysis are correct he rightly discriminates two types of conditioned reflex his type 1 against the classical pavlovian type and stresses the absence of the signaling function in the former nevertheless the very construction of his type 1 is built up in a faulty manner and is not in agreement with the present state of experimental facts as we have since 1928 been conducting physiological investigations of the phenomena which in psychology are known as habits we would desire to make on the basis of our findings a critical examination of some of skinner's statements to begin with a little remark on terminology for the sake of avoiding confusion of terms in our first paper published in 1928 we made a discrimination between the ordinary conditioned reflex and a new type of reflex which by all appearance corresponds to skinner's type 1 that new type we have named the conditioned reflex type 2 since in relation to the classical pavlovian conditioned reflex it presents a next form of conditioning we have demonstrated that this reflex type 2 is based on a different cortical mechanism from that of the ordinary reflex and that its mechanism cannot be reduced to one of the pavlovian conditioned reflex type 1 although it implies the functioning of such in the paper referred to we expressed a supposition that other new cortical mechanisms might possibly be discovered in the future and that they would represent further types of conditioned reflex accordingly it would seem to be desirable to change the numeration of types given by skinner and to call the classical pavlovian conditioned reflex the reflex type 1 and the new one the reflex type 2 all the more so as skinner himself used such a numeration in one of his former papers let us now pass to the merit of the case skinner builds up a new type of reflex chiefly making use of his own experimental material in the following way an animal has a reflex s subscript 0 line r subscript 0 example an investigatory reflex of pressing a lever upon seeing it when this reflex is reinforced by food its strength increases and when it is reinforced by a stimulus eliciting a defensive response example an electrical shock its strength diminishes such a strengthened or weakened reflex constitutes the very new type of conditioned reflex in addition to that Skinner introduces a special form of the reflex the one of pseudo conditioned reflex 
in which the reaction of pressing a lever is associated with some indifferent external stimulus, example, light. The formation of pseudo-conditioned reflex is, according to Skinner, based on differentiation. The animal at first responds exclusively to the liver, but later, as the combination liver plus light is continually reinforced by food, while the lever alone is not reinforced, the animal learns to press the lever solely or nearly so when the light is present. As we see, the main point in Skinner's conception is that the new type of conditioned reflex is formed from an already existing reflex, the strengthening response, weakening of the connection being the only acquisition. This property is to discriminate the new type from the old one, since the later begins at zero and ends in an entirely new connection. To be consistent in application of this discriminative property, Skinner attempts to explain a special case, his pseudotype, where this property seems to be absent. This is the case when the animal learns to react to a stimulus, light, formally having no connection with the given response. According to Skinner, the true stimulus in the pseudotype, which elicits a reaction of pressing the lever, is not light, but the sight of the lever. Light is supposed to serve here only as a factor determining when the reflex lever line pressing gains in strength. Skinner says, the response is not principally to the light, but to the lever. The light is only a component member of the whole stimulus, and light line pressing is not legitimately the expression of the reflex. To bring out the fallacy in Skinner's way of conceiving the structure of the new type of conditioned reflex, let us consider the following experiment. As a primary reflex, S subscript 0, line R subscript 0, let us choose, instead of an investigatory reflex used by Skinner, a more distinct one, the raising of a leg in a dog under weak electrical shock. A dog is kept in a stand in an experimental camera and every display of reflex S subscript 0, line R subscript 0 is reinforced by food, falling in line with Skinner. We should expect as a result of reinforcement an increase of strength in reflex S subscript 0, line R subscript 0, the electrical shock line raising a leg. But what actually happens is that after a few reinforcements, the animal starts to raise its leg independently of the electrical shock. As soon as it finds itself in the given experimental situation, if following Skinner we denote the stimulus value of the experimental situation by S subscript G, the above result will indicate the establishment of a new reflex S subscript G line R subscript 0. How could Skinner classify this reflex? He could not identify it as his true reflex of the new type since there is no increase of strength in primary reflex as subscript 0, line R subscript 0. Neither could he recognize it as his pseudo-reflex since it is not established through differentiation. In fact, the stimulus as subscript G is here not merely a determining factor
for the elicitation of R subscript 0 by S subscript 0 but the very stimulus eliciting R subscript 0. To consider further possibilities of reinforcement we could proceed after the reflex S subscript G line R subscript 0 is just started in two different ways one to reinforce every moment of raising a leg displayed in situation S subscript G or two following strictly Skinner's paradigm to reinforce only those moments of raising a leg which follow the application of electrical shock. In the first case, the animal would learn to raise its leg with maximal possible frequency and the electrical shock would become wholly superfluous. The new reflex S subscript G line R subscript 0 would then be fixed. In the second case, contrary to Skinner's assumption, the strength of the response R subscript 0 to the stimulus S subscript 0 would not increase but diminish. The reason for this is that the electrical shock under continual reinforcement soon becomes a conditioned stimulus for food reaction and in consequence its unconditioned defensive reaction according to the law of negative induction becomes inhibited. This matter had been treated in detail in the well-known old experiments of aerofiva. Of course, the movements of the leg which at first started to appear in response to the stimulus as subscript G would be extinguished as unreinforced. As we see, the mechanism of the new type of conditioned reflex is quite different from what Skinner thinks. The primary reflex as subscript 0, line R subscript 0, does not grow in strength but subsides. In the new type, the stimulus S subscript 0 is replaced by a new stimulus S subscript G. This amounts to saying that an entirely new reflex S subscript G line R subscript 0 is established. What could have caused Skinner's erroneous interpretation, which at first glance seemed to fit facts so easily? The error, it seems, is due to his fundamental experiments not being quite happily chosen. The lever in his experiments plays a double role. On one hand it is S subscript 0 as far as it elicits an investigatory response R subscript 0 pressing. On the other hand it is also a prominent component of the whole experiment situation S subscript G. Since the true mechanism of the new type of conditioned reflex consists as we have shown in the replacement of S subscript 0 by S subscript G this substitution in Skinner's experiments could not have been noticed since S subscript 0 and S subscript G were represented by the same object. The only effect he could have recorded was an increase in frequency of pressing the lever, a fact which he erroneously attributed to the increase in strength of the investigatory reflex. The mere fact of increase in frequency is quite natural. If we remember that any investigatory reflex on account of its general property to become easily extinguished is normally displayed rather rarely, while the new reflex S subscript G line R subscript 0 is reinforced by food, shows continued existence. It is to be pointed out that the stimulus S subscript 0 plays only a subsidiary role in the formation of a conditioned reflex of the new type. 
It serves only to bring about the new response R subscript 0 and once the connection S subscript G line R subscript 0 is established, it loses any further experimental significance. What is more, the movement R subscript 0 may be brought about not necessarily by way of reaction to some stimulus, but simply by mechanical means as a passive moment, example, when the experimenter lifts a dog's leg. It would be of interest to mention here one of our experiments analogous to those of Skinner. In that experiment, the passive striking with a dog's leg at a lever has been used as a movement, R subscript zero. The dog, in relation to the lever, displayed none of the investigatory reflexes and never would have come to the point of striking the liver, had not this been artificially brought about. After reinforcing this passive movement by food, we brought it about that the dog started to strike the liver by himself. There, the liver acted exclusively as a prominent part of the stimulus. As subscript G, the stimulus as subscript 0, was entirely lacking since the movement R subscript 0 was passive. It is not our task to present here the full mechanism of the formation of conditioned reflexes of the new type. This matter has been discussed by us elsewhere. We shall confine ourselves only to those points which pertain to the explanation of the phenomena taking place in Skinner's experiment. When in a given experimental situation S subscript G, the movement S subscript 0, brought about by one of the following ways, as a response to the electrical shock, as an investigatory response, or as a passive movement is reinforced by food. The first thing to happen is the establishment of a conditioned food reflex to the whole complex of stimuli entering into S subscript G. If after Skinner we denote food by S subscript 1 and the unconditioned food reaction by R subscript 1, the resulting reflex will be a subscript G line R subscript 1. The so-called situational condition reflex, so well known in Pavlov's laboratories, this phase of conditioning, however, is transitory. The reflex S subscript G line R subscript 1 cannot be fixed since S subscript G is followed by food only when combined with, with R subscript 0. As a result, differentiation sets in and S subscript G when without R subscript 0 becomes inhibited. The conditioned food stimulus that remains is the complex S subscript G plus R subscript 0, that is the moment R subscript 0. More correctly, the kinesthetic stimuli aroused by that moment at the background of the experimental situation S subscript G. Thus, in the second phase of conditioning, a double effect is achieved. On one hand, a conditioned food reflex is built up which has for its stimulus a complex of kinesthetic excitations raised by the moment R subscript 0. This is R subscript 0, line R subscript 1. On the other hand, the experimental situation S subscript G has become an inhibitory stimulus for food reaction giving rise to an inhibitory reflex S subscript G, line R subscript 1. The facts rest so far wholly on the laws of Pavlovian conditioned reflex, but as our experiments have brought on, in the second phase of conditioning, a certain new phenomenon occurs which is not considered by the Pavlovian laws. 
the specific stimulus eliciting the moment R subscript 0 becomes superfluous for the animal starts to respond to the experimental situation as subscript G by the moment R subscript 0. In other words, a conditioned reflex of a new type makes its appearance. Its fixation and continued existence depends on food reinforcement. When it has ceased to be reinforced by food, it is extinguished simultaneously with the extinction of the conditioned food reflex R subscript 0, line R subscript 1. It can also be differentiated, Skinner's pseudotype being then obtained. As it could be seen, this new type of reflex arises under the following conditions. 1. The movement which constitutes its effects if a conditioned food stimulus. 2. The stimulus for that movement is an inhibitory food stimulus in a certain phase of inhibition. The universality of this condition has been demonstrated by us in various experiments. The paradigm on page 270 presents the structure of this reflex. Paradigm Original state line experimental situation or any external stimulus S subscript G is followed by R subscript 0 produced by unconditional reflex from S subscript 0 or passive movement. Firstly minus S subscript 1 no food is followed by no reflex. Secondly, S subscript 1, food is followed by, by R subscript 1. Salivation as an unconditioned reflex result. S subscript G is followed by R subscript 0. Firstly, corresponding to the no food condition, minus R subscript 1, inhibition by conditioning type 1. Secondly, S subscript 2, food is followed by R subscript 2 salivation and directly from the conjunction of S subscript G and R subscript 0. They represents a new type conditioned reflex type 2 and paradigm. Coming back to Skinner's experiments, we can easily see that their results fall in line with our explanation. By virtue of food reinforcement, the experimental situation becomes to a rat a conditioned stimulus for food reaction be it continually reinforced, independently of pressing the lever, it should remain a conditioned food stimulus and no conditioned reflex of the new type could ever be built on it. Since however, by not giving food, save when the moment appears, Skinner makes out of it an inhibitory stimulus and on the other hand, by constant reinforcing pressing movement, he makes out of it a conditioned food stimulus both conditions stated by us are fulfilled and a conditioned reflex of the new type is established. The animal as soon as it finds itself in the experimental situation starts to perform the moment of lever pressing as long as this moment is reinforced. When the reinforcement is discontinued, the reflex as subscript G line R subscript 0 does not return. As Skinner guesses to its former state of an investigatory reflex but becomes extinguished, that is, actively inhibited. Skinner's interpretation of the second B group of conditioned reflexes of the new type is C paradigm 1 is also incorrect. 
This group embraces those reflexes which are formed under negative reinforcement, example by application of electrical shock instead of giving food. According to him, the strength of such reflexes decreases when faced with actual facts. One can see that there is something more to it. We have shown that under negative reinforcements the movements are subscript zero as a response is transformed into an antagonistic movement line R subscript zero. While the same movement R subscript zero as a stimulus becomes a conditioned stimulus for a defensive reflex S subscript one minus R subscript one. S subscript I line R subscript I. The whole process may be described thus. The animal inhibits the movement R subscript zero which signalizes to him an obnoxious stimulus and makes instead a preventive antagonistic movement line R subscript zero. This shows that negative reinforcement has more complex effect than a mere decrease of strength in reflex S subscript zero line R subscript zero. It leads to the formation of a new antagonistic reflex. Let us point out one more detail overlooked by Skinner. Speaking of reaction R subscript zero, we used an expression the movement R subscript zero instead of the response R subscript zero. We did it for the following reason. According to the existing state of knowledge and we dispose of no facts to the contrary, the conditioned reflex of the new type R type two is confined exclusively to striped muscles, while the classical type has no restrictions laid on effectors and includes among them besides striped muscles smooth muscles and glands. Skinner's imaginary case shows that he overlooks this restriction saying that a salivary hypothetical reaction to a stimulus different than food unconditioned example light is liable to be increased by food reinforcement being a glandular reaction salivation cannot by any means be made a conditioned reaction of the new type. Skinner's case is not so much imaginary as impossible. In conclusion, we must say that the structure of Skinner's paradigms for the new type of conditioned reflex contains important errors and gaps, yet we must point out once more that his seeking of new forms of conditioned reflex and his attempts to present their fundamental properties with great detail and discrimination are to be applauded. End of on two types of conditioned reflex.